Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Given the purchasing power of the Latina community, let me just tell you, mi gente, we are no longer a sleeping giant. And your dollar, our dollar, is powerful no matter where you go. That's why I'm excited to share that in conjunction with Cadena Collective, we have launched a pozole and wine pairing guide. You might think, what? That's interesting. Or what? That's weird. Or what? Heck no, no way. But you know what? We all like to enjoy different things. This truly only featured Latino-owned wine brands, have worked really, really hard to provide wines that go with so many of our foods. So if you've even considered trying tamales and wine, or you've even considered trying pozole and wine, head over to the wineandchismepodcast.com, click on media, and there you will find the various resources to pair your wine. Hola, hola, mi gente. I'm Jessica Yanez, and this is the Wine and Chisme podcast, a podcast created to amplify voices and share the stories of people from BIPOC communities doing remarkable things, all while sipping on a glass of wine. So welcome to your new Wednesday. The Wine and Chisme Wednesday. Hola, hola, mi gente. Welcome to another year in review, this time for 2022. How did this year go by so freaking fast? This year has actually brought a lot of change, a new job, a new love, and it's also brought new things for the podcast. But before I get into all of that, chisme, you know, we always start with the wine. And I actually did this whole advent calendar from Costco. It's a wine advent calendar and I'm a few days behind. So I right now am drinking the Ring Ring Rosé wine from Italy. And let's see how it tastes. Salud. I know you guys love my penny sound machine. Actually, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's a little bit sweeter than I probably would normally like, but... I'm down with it. I can drink it. All right. There's so many things that have happened this year. Oh my gosh. Where do we even begin? I guess we begin at the new job because that's what I said, a new job. And, and I did talk about this in an earlier episode in regards to being scared and and a lot of things that happened, but this year was the full first year of my new job, um, working in politics, which is very interesting. And I will say With my position within communications, the one thing that I absolutely love about it is the fact that I, because I do not have a political background, I didn't work my way up within politics. I think that gives me a a very different point of view in regards to how to communicate what's happening, because I'm not about the acronyms. I'm not about all of these things. So I'm constantly asking like, what does this mean? What does this mean? You know, how do we change the wording so people can actually understand it? So I'm feel like I'm a translator in sort of ways from political talk to everyday talk. 
you know, it's really opened my eyes into the process, but also into how hard the staff, you know, works and how, you know, these, these long hours and all of these things, because a lot of people are doing what they do because they really believe in change and they really want things to change. Unfortunately, it's not always a easy process or a fast process. It's really interesting when you hear people come to the council meetings and and say all of these things, but there has to be a process to it. Like you can't just snap your fingers and, and things change, but on a local level, they can happen a lot faster than on a regional state and national level. So that's why it's always so important to, to vote in your local elections. I'm not going to get political, but I'm just saying like your local elected representatives are the people that, you know, work on the things that you touch, feel, see every day. And that's why it's so, so important. So that's, I mean, it's been a really wonderful experience and I really love it. Well, let's start here at the podcast now, right? God, so much has changed. Well, so much has changed and so much has grown. Actually, I don't know if it's so much change as growth because this year was the first year that the Wine and Cheese My podcast was able to monetize. And that is so mind blowing for me to say. I shouldn't say it because I've worked really hard over the last three years. And it's so crazy to think back to almost three years ago when I started this podcast because it, I literally launched the podcast about three weeks before before COVID really hit and the world shut down. <sighs> and this was really a way for me to be able to meet people and to help amplify voices across communities of color. Because when I was looking at things, it was everything was so siloed and I didn't see any podcast that truly wanted to represent and wanted to amplify and bring all of us together. And I wanted to be that because I wanted it to be a reflection of who my friends are. And when I started, I didn't realize how much I was going to fall in love. And what I mean by that is like falling in love with the process, falling in love with all of these stories that are being told, and then much less find a new love with wine in a way that I hadn't before, because I was just a girl who really enjoyed wine. And I was like, Wine and cheese was just a play on wine and cheese and gossip and the things that I do with my friends. And then it just evolved into something more and it evolved into this creating the directory for um, Latina owned wine brands based in the United States. And it turned into virtual wine tastings. It turned into all of these wonderful, beautiful things. And to be perfectly honest, that wouldn't have been able to happen without the support of these Latina vintners, but also from the support of you guys and from everybody who's listening because you guys made it happen. You wanted it and we just went with it. Honestly, and to be clear, I never truly expected to monetize from the podcast because it was and always will be about the stories told by my guests. You know, we've had stay-at-home moms who have had had to find a way to struggle and survive and make money to authors, even a few celebrities. And I have and continue to be so humbled that so many people have chosen to share their time, their story, and honestly, their hearts with me and not just me, but with us, this community, which brings me to my next change. And this one's a little more personal as I don't get super. I mean, I think I've gotten more into my personal life this last year than I ever have before, 
And I don't talk about my partner much, but last year, right before Christmas, I met someone who changed my life for the better. And at 44, now 45, I was honestly happy with the way my life was going and happy being single and living my life and having fun with my girlfriends and just doing whatever I was doing. So when I met my now partner and we went on our first date, we just did not have any struggle having a conversation. And we end up having this three-hour date and end up shutting down the restaurant. Talk about being pleasantly surprised. I, I think for so long, I tried to shut myself off from any true connection outside of my friendships because I, my thought process was, why change what's not broken, right? So here we are now. We've just celebrated our first anniversary and for the first time in a very, very, very long time, I can say that I am in love and I've fully given myself to somebody because I feel like I haven't really ever done that before. And I don't know if that's a good thing to say or a bad thing to say when you found somebody, but when you find somebody who, who challenges you, who supports you and fully loves you, it's so hard not to shout it from the rooftops. And that's what this man does for me. He fully supports me. He is my biggest cheerleader. He, you know, I sometimes don't think he's even paying attention to what I'm doing. And then somebody from his work will come up to me and say, oh my gosh, I heard that you're doing this. You know, Antonio said you're doing this and that, blah, blah, blah. That's so awesome. And to find out like he brags about me at work, it's just one of the sweetest and and most endearing things. And he has many endearing things and many things that want to make me choke him out as well as I'm sure there's certain things that he wants to like choke me for, but <laughs> Um, but I digress. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But another change that has happened over the years, kind of within the family, you know, totally is that my oldest nephew just graduated, not just graduated high school, graduated high school in June and then started college, his first year of college, which is still literally the weirdest thing to say, because I was there when he was born and now he's in college and it's so crazy. And the graduation itself was really special because my sister and my nephews live in Oregon. So we don't get to spend as much time as we would like together. So when we do, we get our locatoras on, we dance, we sing, we pretend we are TLC and salt and pepper because why wouldn't we? And it just was really, really a special time for us during that time and, and during my nephew's graduation. And I was actually fortunate enough to be able to take him on a trip to New York. It really was for me as much as it was for him because each of my, you know, as each of my nephews get older, they're going to start their own lives. And I just wanted some time for us to hang out. And I feel like now I've started a tradition. He's the oldest. And now, you know, when my next nephew graduates, I'm going to take him on a trip and the next one and the next one and my nieces he's the most chill kid that when I asked him, do you want to go on a trip? Do you want to go to New York? And he, his eyes got big and he's like, what really? Like that is the equivalent of a teenage girl jumping up and screaming and yelling. Ah, so crazy because that's how chill this kid is. Um, but I hadn't been to New York in probably close to 20 years. And I finally got to visit the nine 11 Memorial, which was very emotional for the obvious, but 
for me, I got to visit my, my childhood friend one. And as we searched for his name etched in the memorial, and when my nephew found it and he called me over, before I even approached it and, and as I was approaching it, I felt so much emotion just welling up and I started bawling my eyes out because God, I wish everybody could meet somebody like Juan. I wish everybody could have met Juan. He was truly one of the kindest people I've ever met in my entire life. And we went to middle school together and part of high school together. And the fact that so many people just remember him still so fondly because of those things, because of how kind he was and because how smart he was and because he literally would take his shirt off of his back and give it to somebody if they needed it. And I sat and I stood there and I was touching his name and I literally felt like I was there representing all of our friends and any of his family who haven't been able to make the trip yet. And it was really special because right beside me was my nephew who was tearing up as well because he saw his Tia Jay was hurting. It was, it was definitely a, a surreal moment being there. Wine break. Time to refill that glass and come back for more wine and cheese man. Chances are you aren't sharing an epic dinner with your friends right now, but you could be. Just book a seat at a private dining event with your Chase Sapphire Reserve card. Then get to it. A multi-course menu, insane flavors, a wine pairing. Ooh. Is that crispy duck? Experience more unforgettable dinners with private dining events from Sapphire Reserve. Chase, make more of what's yours. Learn more at chase.com slash Sapphire Reserve. Cards issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member of FDIC. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. With the holidays quickly approaching, let's be real. Honestly, the holidays are here. But I am so grateful to be back in California con mi familia. If you didn't know, I lived out of state and away from my family for close to 15 years. So when I was able to come home and spend time with them, I cherished every moment. Every bite of pozole, every bite of menudo, and of course, tamales. And although I'm not a big soda drinker, there is just something about Coca-Cola that pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together and the foods we enjoy as a family. The holidays are a magical time. And the holidays always finds a way to bring up memories and magic. So enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. To me, home ownership is more independence. A little bit more control, a little bit more space. Like this is literally mine. Buying your first home is a big milestone, but it can also be overwhelming. I'm Nadeska Alexis, and I'm getting an insider's view into the home buying process on the new podcast, Beginner to Buyer. Tune in to get the tools and tips that'll help you buy your first home. Listen on wherever you get your podcasts and learn more by visiting beginnertobuyer.com. But on the bright side, ooh, I don't want to get stuck in that, right? It's good to remember and feel those feelings. But on the bright side, we got to experience so many things while we're in New York. You know, top of the rock, Empire State Building. We went roller skating in Rockefeller Center. 
We rode the coasters on Coney Island. I even got the chance to head over to the North Fork of Long Island and take a tour of RGNY Wines, which is the only Latino winery on the East Coast. And it was beautiful. And if you have the chance to go, I highly recommend that you go. And then, of course, I got to meet up with some of some near and dear friends, which is absolutely the cherry on top of a loaded Sunday. And then got to attend my first We All Grow Summit in Palm Desert. And I wish I could describe to you all how magical those four days in the desert were. The summit itself was two days, but my friends and I decided to go a day early and stayed an extra day to take it all in. And imagine 600 Latinas in the desert, dressed to impress, and there to learn and support from one another. There's seriously nothing like it. And if you ever have a chance to go, go. There's, I'm telling you, there is nothing, nothing like it. And it was really cool because I ended up having like the unofficial after party because I have all of these wines, obviously, and all of these Latina wine, you know, makers send me wine. And of course, I'm out there to promote, help to promote them as well. So we had a nice little after party and hopefully next year I'll be able to help officiate the official after party. But We All Grow Latina has actually been a really supportive community to be part of. And I'm so appreciative for Ana, for Vanessa, uh, for Ayla, for Melissa, and everyone who honestly works so hard to make sure we know how valuable we all are because we are. Speaking of value, my friend Pam of Cafe Con Pam and I were actually planning on creating another experience for Latina Equal Pay Day. Last year, we created our first experience here in San Diego, and we wanted to make sure that we had all Latina vendors. We were at a Latina business, and and we wanted to make sure everybody was paid because that is the point. Like, you can't have a Latina Equal Pay Day event and then not pay the Latinas who are there putting on the event. We charged for the event. We got paid. We had gift bags for everybody. We had sponsored. It was, it was just such a truly amazing event, but then we saw the date. And last year in 2021, Latina Equal Pay Day was October 20th. This year it was pushed back to December 8th, which means we actually lost ground on equal pay. Now I want to say this, if you receive equal pay or more pay, that is awesome. I applaud you. I think that is amazing, but we need more of that. That's what we're all working for. And I say this with love because there are many women who don't receive equal pay and it's up to all of us to lift up each other, share your expertise so others can rise because the only way that we can all rise is if we lift and support one another in any way that we can reach out, become a mentor. Like what are the things that you can do to give back, to make sure that then, you know, another woman can continue to rise. It shouldn't be a competition. There's enough out there for all of us to win. Oh my gosh, that was really a lot. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And I, that's that's already a lot. And I haven't even gotten to the Latinx Wine Summit in Napa because last year, Hispanics in Wine, along with the Roots Fund, put together an online summit to bring together Latinos in the wine industry. And this year was their first in-person event. And I hadn't actually been back to Napa since 2020. So it was really awesome to 
connect with all of these people that I've connected with online over the last couple of years and that we I've interviewed or that I've been in rooms with and now actually be able to see them and hug them and share all of these amazing things with them. But I'm going to tell you, it was freaking cold. Oh my gosh. I had to buy rain boots. I had to get a pea coat. Like I am definitely a San Diego girl and not built for cold weather. However, there will be more on that in next week's podcast, which features interviews taken while I was there. But finally, along with Ale and May, the founders of Cadena Collective, we released a pozole and wine pairing guide. Now, last year, I put together a tamales and wine pairing guide that recently got picked up by uh, Me Too. And on Instagram, it's We Are Me Too. And when they posted that on their social, people went crazy. I was called a Rachel Ray. I was called someone who probably seasoned like seasons their food with pepper and calls it spicy. I was called a KK colonizer. I don't know. There was on the, the, the thread on that, on their Instagram post was really wild. And let me tell you, but here's the thing. And people are saying, no, you can only have champurada with that. Well, I don't like chocolate. I'm not going to drink champurada. Oh, you can only have Coke with that. Well, or soda with that. I don't drink a lot of soda. I do only, I do, if I do, I will drink some with pozole or tamales or menudo. And that's not even all the time. I will, you know, ponche down with it. I'm not a big beer drinker. So why am I going to drink beer just to have it with pozole or tamales? But the point of the whole thing is, is that people went really, really crazy and Instead of saying, hey, that's a cool idea. Oh my gosh, I've never thought of that. Oh, you know what? That's not for me, but hey, great if that's what you think. But instead we have to tear each other down. And I replied to a couple of the comments in regards to saying, I do a lot of work to amplify voices across communities of color. I worked very closely with Latine-owned wine brands to put this together. They drink this, not all the time, but there's opportunities for it. I'm not saying you can't drink anything else. I'm just saying there's another option too, if you want to try it. If I wasn't confident in who I am and what I do and what I am trying to put out there, I could have really let it get to me because there was definitely some really terrible things said, but I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm trying to put out there. I know that I'm promoting other, you know, black and brown businesses throughout the year. And I'm focusing on that. I'm not focusing on the negative or the hate because what does that get you? If I were to focus on that, it would completely derail me and and derail what I'm trying to do and what the community that we are building here. So if you ever put something out there and, and the other thing and you get hate for it. Just know there's always going to be haters. There's always going to be somebody who wants to take, which is baffling to me. Why do you want to take the time to put somebody down when you can build yourself up or build others up? But if you have that moment, if that happens to you, just remember you're amazing. You have gifts and talents and a person out that nobody else will ever have because nobody can be a better you than you. And if you have integrity with yourself and what you're doing, honestly, that is all that matters. And I just wanted to highlight that because that just happened to me. And, you know, I, if that happens to you, know that you're not alone. And if you have a question, 
we have a community here. Like reach out, reach out on social, reach out on email and say, this is what's going on because there's enough. Like I said, there's enough out there for all of us to win and we don't need to tear each other down. Finally, mi gente, I am accepting applications for 2022 for guests. If you have a story that you want to share, if you have somebody that you want to nominate to be on the podcast, please make sure to go to the wineandchismepodcast.com and click on the guest application or be a guest and the guest application form will be on there. And that'll come straight to me and then I can review it and send you a link to schedule a time to talk. But 2022, another one in the books, another one ahead. And I'm really excited to share that the Wine and Cheese My Podcast will be going on tour in 2022. I'm solidifying dates, but the cities will be LA, Dallas, New York, and then the last one will be back home in San Diego. So As soon as I solidify those dates and times and the, and the locations, I will make sure to share them all with you. But in the meantime, mi gente, I hope you have had a eventful and the most positive way 2022. And if you haven't, my heart is here for you. And I hope that 2023 gets better. We always have those challenging years, but don't give up because it'll get better. Until next time, mi gente. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wine and Chisme podcast. For more information on today's guest, please see the show notes for links to websites and social media channels. You can check out all things Wine and Chisme on our website, thewineandchismepodcast.com. There, you will find the names of wines I drink each episode, as well as additional information on me, the podcast, and you can even apply to be a guest straight from there. You can also find us on social media at The Wine and Chisme on Instagram and at The Wine and Chisme Podcast on Facebook. Remember, if you want to hear more Wine and Chisme, please subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star ratings are appreciated and those positive reviews are appreciated even more. Until next time, saludos.